What up, world? Back again. We are the Country Rap Report. It's your boy, Big XL. What up, what you do, Spike? And um, y'all know what we do. Y'all know what y'all watch. If you don't, then you'll get familiar in 2022. All right, so y'all know we normally bring you guys the best country rap videos around, but what we do is we give you our opinion, our expertise on these videos. Well, today's episode is going to be a little something different. We're going to the music playbook today, right? Yes, we are. We're yes, going we are. to the music playbook. You know, not only do we review videos, but we try, we do interviews, but we also try to educate all those people that are watching the show. Um, they might have questions about the music business, want to know what steps to take, not to take, the pitfalls, the highs, lows. We try to incorporate music education in this, these episodes as well. So today, we're taking y'all to Music Playbook 101. And yes. my man Spank's going to take y'all to school. And I'm going to sit back and sip my liquor, and I'm going to chime in there nine day. Well, this one, this one really came out of the inbox. Um, mm-hmm. Since mm-hmm. we did... Since we did the 1% episode, I oh, oh, I'll stop you. Yeah, go ahead. Can you say who inboxed you or no? It's like five different artists, and it, it, it's a list. But they were asking for advice okay. on what to do and how to do it. And instead of me trying to, you know, make myself be real thin, or, or y'all wear my patience thin, uh, I figured it would be best that me and you act as label and manager for... Everybody want to know. Um, and this one, this is this one goes along with the 1% episode that we did, but this one is about your project. Okay. Uh, a lot of these people don't know how to orchestrate a project. I've had artists be like, I got an album coming out next month. And then I'm like, well, how many songs on the album? It's like 10 songs. Then I'm like, how many songs did you record? 10 songs. I was like, bro, daddy. <laughs> that ain't, that ain't, that ain't. That's not what you do, fam. You got to do <laughs> All yeah. three songs you recorded on your album. <laughs> that's a, that they they had a quota, you know, and you you, that's, you and I both know that you don't do that. But I think these guys, because there is no structure here, we're trying to apply that. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to talk about your project today. So we're going to use real timelines and real numbers, and let's start with today. We're recording this in January, but we're going to start your project in February. Um, and I took notes so I make sure that I didn't go and mess up my own timeline. You guys need to pick your project release in the future. And I've said this in previous podcasts, but it doesn't need to be anytime soon. It needs to be a minimum of six months away from wherever you are. For this example, and for those of y'all that do want to follow along, and this is probably going to air late January, early February, you can still do this. You are going to drop your project in August. August 1st, to be exact. Again, I'm trying to use whole numbers. The 1st and the 15th. Keep it government dates. Okay, since your project is coming out in August, you need to spend the first week of February planning. Just that entire first week, you need to have a roundtable discussion. Bring in your team, the people that you trust with their ear to be able to tell you this sounds good or this does not sound good. Do not bring in the yes men people yet. Don't bring in the family yet. Don't bring in any of them because they will come in later. Right now, you need the people that have a, some sort of ear musically or some sort of production quality. Something is going to tell them and whenever they hear it, oh, that sounds bad. You need to change that. 
You don't want anybody in there. And you and you can test these people by you make a mistake in a recording, do it deliberately, and then play it for them and then ask them what it sounds like. And if they come back with a, oh, that sounds great. You know, you should put it on the radio. Okay, then you know that person's not for this task right here. This, they're for some, some other task we're going to give them in the future. But at this, you also need to make your list of no's right now. Not your list of yeses and positives. You need to make your no's. These are the things that you are not going to include in your project. Some of those things could include, you're, going, you're not going to do any features. It's just going to be you. You're not going to do any singers. It's just going to be you rapping. You're not going to do any rock or Southern rock stuff. It's just going to be all country rap. Like you don't want any of that. Or you're not going to do any fiddles. You're not going to do any harmonicas. Whatever that is, whatever, whatever you are hard on on saying no, make your no list now. So that whenever you are going to the studio, whatever producer that you're working with, this is my list. This is what I don't want from you. Because when you do send me this, and I know that you're not paying attention to what my needs are, so we're going to have to move forward from you. Some of those other examples, you might not want to do any tempos over 100, because some of us are used to rapping to a slower tempo. Some of us might want, some of us like Coca, might want to do tempos over 90, because you rap best fast versus rapping slow. Uh, You might not be, might do half and half cussing, or you might just want to do all cussing, or you might want to do no twerking. It might, it depends on whatever needs that you are for the project. The no list is hard. It does not change. Write it down and put it in writing or in your phone. And it is something that you're going to keep as a, uh, a to-do list or a task manager for yourself so that you are staying on task. We're still on week one, and this is all in the planning. Week two, you're going to be, begin scheduling based on your guidelines. You're going to research the local studios. You're going to research the video people that you want to use. And we've covered several in here. You're going to research the graphic artists. Most of those are tagging your ass in the comments on most social media anyway. So those are the ones you want to hit right back. Okay, what are your rates? You know, what do you charge for a cover? What do you charge for a logo? Um, We're going to get on the business part on the next episode where we handle your LLC, your EIN, your publishing company, and all that other stuff. But I want you to get on the project first. We did on the 1% so you can monetize your fans. Now we're talking about that project that you need to monetize those fans. Um, You're also going to look at your mixing and mastering people. This is where most of you over here fail. This is where most of you over here don't even think about it because you figure if you get a rough mix or a good enough mix from your producer, you can throw the shit out there through a distributor. Now you're fine. Elevate your your craft. Be professionals. Take it to somebody that can do mixing and mastering for sure. I want to stop. All right. You're going awesome. I want to interject periodically to ask questions that an artist might ask. Without a doubt, without a doubt. That way, because there's somebody watching this video or having questions as you talk, Mm -hmm. and then they're going to be back in your inbox. So maybe I'll ask some questions that they might ask. Not a problem. I have no problem with it. You got any so far? Yes. Okay. My my first question is, are you mentioned um, certain BPMs? Yes. You mentioned no features. Right. You mentioned no singers. Right. Okay. Say I'm an artist. Say I'm in, I'm 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 in Griffin, Georgia, mm-hmm. and I'm just trying to break out doing the country rap thing. I just I just decided to do it. I've been at it a year in my basement. Now I think <laughs> okay. it's time for me to record a project. Okay. I, I perfected my writing to the point where I'm willing to let people hear ten songs. Okay. As the number is ten. Okay. Now you mentioned you mentioned about features. Right. All right, now, I feel as if 
there are some other hot guys in my city or that might enhance my brand by crossing fan bases. Fan bases. Do you I don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. But what I think they need to do over here, and I'll use Jesse B as an example. I would recommend Jesse B not do any features with any females until her first project comes out. And that is a that is a point of interest for her because she wants to define herself as a valid MC in that space. And the female MC space is already limited. So you you want to you want to cement your feet in the concrete, not the sand, in the concrete that you are a a, a real MC. You have words and contributions to this craft, to this genre, and you don't need any of them to come over here and give you a cosign. If once she established herself with her first project, then after that, she can go and get everybody she wants. Matter of fact, they'll be coming to her. And I think if you, if any of these other MCs, and I'm just giving her an example, but you can use that for yourself. Once you establish yourself, the people that you want to go and get will be coming to you. They'll come running to you because they see that you are the guy that done this by yourself on your own, on your own two feet with your own validity, your own funds, your own plan, your own everything, then ask for a feature whatsoever. But after this project drops, now they're like, oh, wow, this dude might be something I know I want to get in with because he established his fan base using the 1% method from the ground up. He established a hardcore fan base, and so now I want to get a piece of that. Now, that that the thinking that you're talking about, Vic, is what we traditionally do in hip-hop. Like, we'll, we'll come out doing features. Like, one of our first two or three singles, it'll be us jumping on somebody else's record or coming over, bringing them over to ours so you can marry the fan base or Hopefully. try to get a get a piece of their fans to like you too. Country rap is so limited in space and elbow room that I think anybody can do solo work first and then come out and do the featuring second and won't lose any uh, momentum whatsoever. As a matter of fact, I'm, I think it will establish you even further once you make sure that you are you first. You don't want to be like com compared to, oh, that's such and such as homegirl, you know, just because y'all did a couple of features together or, or, or she must be trying to get over here to, to Mako because she's doing a feature with Savannah or he must be trying to work in over here with Demon because he's jumping on the features with Dusty Lee. Like, no, establish you first. You, and again, we're going to talk about the business and the branding in the next episode of the Music Industry Playbook, but not, not in this one. Today, we're only focusing on the project. Um, but I, did I answer that question good enough? Yes. Okay. All right. As, as we're going into week two and you are getting, you researching the people that you need for this project, um, mixing and mastering people, uh, the two that I uh, defer to are Bob Sandifer and Paul Paul Fresh. Um, oh no, it'd be Paul. Paul, you, you gotta you, you use those guys. Like they are in the space, their ear is impeccable, um, and their rates are are fairly reasonable. Like Bob is Bob has more plaques than Paul Paul, but Paul Paul has you know the the know how know how and wherewithal with the equipment to get the same amount of plaques. But he's been in a different space. Ain't no ain't, ain't a lot of plaques over here in country rap. We ain't gonna lie about that, you know. But he Paul Paul is legit. Both of them are valid sources for you to use. Use those two and whoever else that you have. But if they are not mixing and mastering to the level of an industry standard, not just good enough mixes for radio, not, you need the, the, the standard that you hear on the radio. You need people that know that these things have to be at a certain frequency 
for radio for even messing with it, you know, or they're going to compress your shit and now it's going to sound like crap once they get done with it. You don't want any of that. Now we're, we're still in February. Week three of February, you need to weigh all of the options that we just talked about with mixing and mastering graphic artists, video people, and studios. Weigh all of your options based on your budget. I don't know what that budget looks like for you. Most people, and I put out artists and it cost me about $25,000, $30,000. And they were number one in the state of Georgia, twice. I did this twice, um, but this is in hip hop. You don't have to go that route because you're not gonna be focusing on radio. Um, you're gonna be focusing mostly on social media promotions and dealing with all of that stuff, but you have to make sure that you do not go over budget. Figure out what that budget is for you, what you can and cannot afford, and then apply all of these things accordingly. Week four in February, hopefully we're gonna get this early part of February so y'all can still follow along. I'm, I'm, I'm only going to tag it in social media, but I'm going to go more into it detail later. So we'll come back to it. But week four is your social media task. Now we're in the first of March. March, you're going to spend the entire month of March recording. You need a minimum of 30 songs, fam. We're talking about dropping a project and that project is going to be an album. You need a minimum of 30 songs, no less. If you can do more, if you want to do more, but you need to go in there and record what you are feeling for that day. And it needs to be, it could be a verse hook. It could be just hooks or it could be just verses, but you need to feel that song out based off of the beats that you have selected from the producers that you're working with and keep those. That could be a valid song that you're going to use. We're still in March. You put it, whatever you're feeling. You need to try to do one a day or do a block for a weekend, like uh, maybe a couple hours, eight hour blocks, 10 hour blocks, whatever you're going to do, whatever studio time that you got. But do not record more than five songs that day. Because, do, go ahead. Why do you feel like I should limit myself to recording five songs? Because if you record more than five, I guarantee you four out of the five are going to sound the same. You're going to have the same energy. You're going to have the same dialect. You're going to have the same methodology of you spitting these words out and having the same uh, uh, cadence all because you're in that same block and because you're feeling that way that day, which is why I said space it out for the entire month. Albums, unless they are concept albums, they need to show a gamut of emotions from happiness to sadness to uh, uh, depression to overzealous to horny, like whatever you are feeling that day, put it in a rhyme and record that. But that spectrum of emotions does not need to be limited to one date. Gucci man used to lock himself and his engineers in a studio for the weekend. Would not let them leave. They couldn't bathe. They couldn't do shit. He would order food and they'd bring it in. It was a three-day fest of him just recording, which is why Gucci has probably some of the largest catalogs that are that has never been released because he is a beast like that. He doesn't write he just rhymes just like Lil Wayne, but you know, you can see the difference in skills, but he still, he, he still is a great musician as in coming up with stuff, play the beat, instantly got something going there and record it. Takes him 10 minutes and he's done with an entire song on to the next song. He, he, this is his flow. This is his recording regimen. It does not need to be yours. You for this project that you are trying to come up with, that it is going to define you as a brand, it needs to, it does not need to give you a, con now, if you want to do a concept album for your first one, you can do that, but here's your issue. Here, go ahead. 
Do you think a concept album would be a good way to introduce yourself, though? Only if that is you and you're not trying to change, which is what I was about to say. You, you Concept albums put you in a box. Um, concept albums, if you want to do an album and it's all children's story-like tales of you just telling a story and, and you depicting it, you've got a whole album with Brenda Got a Baby, or you got a whole album of, uh, like I said, children's story or, or, or teenage love, something like that, where you're just depicting audibly depicting a story, then people are going to box you in as being that type. Um, and you don't want to be boxed in as being a type unless you want that. Now, I think, I think Manchild, you, when you hear his voice and you hear his flow, he's like that. Um, what's the guy? Okay, no, 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 no. I ain't going to get on that tangent. Okay, no more than five songs the, the, that day. And when you hit 30... This is when we're going to stop. But I need I need you to if if it's some stuff in here that you're really not feeling within that 30 days, because you're giving yourself a hard cutoff. At the end of the month, you are going to stop. You if you record more than 30, that is fine. There is use for all of this other stuff. We're going to talk about that later too. But we're going to use the other stuff, the album filler stuff, um, for promotion. But for right now, we're going to focus on the project. Now we're going into April. Okay. First of April, all of, all of March, you just spent recording your entire project and song. First of April, you're going to add the final touches on the songs for the album. Like I said, some of those some of those songs, it was just verses. Some of them was just hooks. Some of them was just one verse, one hook. But these are all full songs. So we're trying not to do anything like a minute and a half. Like that's really not going. That's not going to do the consumer any justice. And I'm I'm a stickler of at least trying to do three minutes. Two and a half has been the standard, especially for hip hop these days. But I would like two verses and two hooks. That, that's that's the definition of a song for me. If you want to start it with the hook, you can you do three hooks and two verses. But I'm not feeling one verse, one hook, and I'm out. You know, Trap House Coda. Like, and I, know, I know I'm a fan of yours, fam. But I need full song, bro. You got to sell it. You ain't got to do that. He do one verse, one long 12, one hook. No, he do hook. 12 hook and then hook again and like do an outro and then hook like he's great with it. he ain't master p <laughs> but he dope with it though he, he he is definitely his own thing and i respect what he's doing but i want to hear a full song i ain't heard that yet and, and i'm I, i'm confident that he can do it okay complete all of the third 30 songs in the first two weeks this is april 1st through the 15th on the 15th you need to you need to pick your favorite three these three will make the album and you need to find, you need to try to figure out what that video treatment is going to be for those three. These are three that you want that you are guaranteed that are going to make the album and no one else is going to say anything different. This is why I'm doing this. Artists have this thing of saying, man, that shit old. Don't, ain't nobody going to listen to that. Or, oh, I really like that. This this the one. They're, okay. The ones that you feel like are the one and they, it's just three you pick those. This is you satisfying your ego, your delicate ego, because when someone comes along and says, bro, that ain't the business, you know what? It's already on the album because these are yours. You're getting, the, you're getting three of the 15 that we're going to put on the album. So 12 more that we're going to have some other people to play with it. But you picking these three and you cannot change those three. Once you set those three, those are three that are going on the album. 
you also are not going to touch the track list. So don't even think about it. The track list is what was what what defines the, the project from song one to song 15 and in what order it is going to be. You are not that person to do that, fam. No, sir. Unless you have a history of doing that, that the people that do that have an ear for that. They they are industry tastemakers that know the flow of music. They know that music goes like this. And when it's going like this, this is where most of y'all cut it off. But you don't cut it off here. You cut it off when it's down here. When you cut it off here, now the listener is like, damn, I want to hear some more. So either they're going to play your shit over from the beginning or they're going to go on to the next. And you don't want them to give have another option of going on to the next. So going back to the beginning, if song number one ain't the shit, they're not going to start in the beginning. They're going to be like, I don't want to hear this no more. You know, it's a... It's an emotional roller coaster that you're putting your, your listeners on. And you want to do this in the right way so where it ends the right way and starts the right way. Again, we're playing with 15 minutes. We're playing with 45 to 60 minutes of someone's life. You know, you have to orchestrate that the right way by recording it and then let somebody else formulate that track list. Don't be that guy. Don't even try to be in the room when they're trying to do it. Let that person handle all of that stuff. And that person is going to come along later. Um, Right now is when you need to get also get a head start on your promotions. Send the three songs that you have that you are sure that you're going to do. Send it to the guy or girl that you're going to use for your video work to start coming up with concepts. Um, they need to, your concepts or the, your treatments that you are going to use for the video shoot. And a treatment doesn't have to be all professional. It could be a paragraph. It could be, okay, you come in and you do this. Uh, you're going to come in and do that. We're going to shoot this scene over here at Pookie's house. And then when we got done with that, we're going to go back to the studio scene or, or warehouse scene, and then that's it. That's three paragraphs. It does not, does not have to be written out in some intricate, uh, with detailed, uh, um, um, what they call them things? Uh, Bio. No, when it, no, not like that. It's, it's the, when the thing is, it's a Microsoft something. Um, not Photoshop, Paint Shop. It's one of those. It'll come to me. Um, okay, now that we're done on the fifteenth. These are your three three favorites. You got two weeks to figure out what your favorites are, because you're done with the thirty up here. May the first, you are going to schedule a listening session. And that listening session needs to happen within the next ten days, and this listening session will be people. This is where your family come in. This is where the people that are around you that want to support you, they come in. But you also need to get some DJs in there. You also need to get some other industry tastemakers to come in there. You also need to get maybe some PR people, uh, some other business owners that you rock with, some, some bartenders that listen to music at the bars when they're tending the bars, some people that are around music. You need them to come to. Like, and you can charge for this event. I would recommend that you not. Um, I think you should probably do a free event with free hors d'oeuvres, free drinks or whatever. And you, you are going to spend at least an hour of their life playing your music for your album. These are songs that, not the three that you got, they don't need to hear those. The, but the other songs that you have recorded, the other 27 songs, you're going to play about a verse and a hook. 
unless it's one that you that you see the crowd is really great, you know, vibing to, then you can play that one all the way through. You don't have to do an introduction. This is where the technology needs to come into place because there are apps to where people can log in anonymously and they can grade whatever you give them. You can set up the spreadsheet for them. They log in and then you they are going to grade your song on a scale of one to 10, one being shit and 10 being the best thing that they've ever heard. At the end of your listening session, these are blind listens because you know your mama might be telling you she love it, but on, on that text, she might be like, man, this is hot garbage. Hey. Um, you know, but baby don't need to be doing this. You know, so she can grade that here because it is, it is anonymous. No one's going to know what it is. But at the end of that listening session, you're going to take your scores for everything that you have and the top 12. That's your album. That you don't need to think of. Don't don't overthink this. This is the crowd, the, the people that are, that are supporting you that are going to buy your album first. They have said this is your album, plus the three that you're going to add to it. Now your work on this side is almost done. On the 15th of May, those 15 songs that we finished that the people graded and the three that you have, now you're going to send those songs to a mixing and mastering studio. Um, it usually takes about two weeks for what two weeks is a good time. It takes about three days. You know, you send it over there digitally, right quality. Um, if it's mixed in, if it's mixed right in the first place, then there won't be any issues. If they're getting a shit ton of two tracks, uh, which is probably most of y'all are doing, then it was going to take a little bit longer because some some people like Bob will decipher your two track and break it down track by track and then do the mixing and mastering. But he just has that ear and he's he's a stick. He's a over professional. Um, I'm not mad at that. But then there are those out there that would take your two track and just compress your vocals and then they call it done. But then that's trash, you know, because your vocals sound compressed and they didn't work any volumes, no EQs, none of that other stuff. We don't want any of that. I missed one thing. The first week of May, one of those three songs that we did, you are going to shoot the video of that. This is video one of three. You're going to shoot the video for one of the songs that you like. In the second week, on in the second session on, around the 15th or the third week, you're going to shoot that second video of yours. It's two of three. So you are already ahead of the game because you're in May. Your, your shit don't come out to August. Uh, the, the album doesn't, but you are already going to shoot two videos in May. You're, you're spacing them out two weeks apart. Now, this is the prequel to what is to come, because when it's time to shoot them other videos, it's going to be in bunches. Yes, sir. All right. So we're talking about shooting videos. We're about to get on to shooting videos, right? Yes. Yes. All right, my question is, in shooting videos, how do you lyric videos? Should I, what if I could enlist someone to do a lyric video on top of me doing two videos? The two videos and a lyric video? Yeah. I think a lyric... what, what if I can't afford actual videos? Could, I, could two lyric videos suffice? No. Look, lyric videos are in association with other videos. And it's usually of a video or a song that you just want to get momentum for, throw out there to see what the buzz is like, especially if it's something that people can sing along and or snap to. Um, videos are representations of you so people can see what you look like, engage your personality to see if they want to buy into you. 
Lyric videos do, don't do that for you. Cover art videos don't do that for you. They, they need to see you because people, this is a very personable thing. This, this video shit that we're doing right now, even in this podcast, we are letting you into our lives by showcasing what we are doing on camera. You need to take that same philosophy as an artist. You are letting these people, and most of them are nose as hell anyway, but you are letting these people into your lives by putting the music together and putting it out there to the world. Now, when you start doing live broadcasts and all that other stuff, now you're escalating it a little more because now you're letting people into your real life. And those real life people think they are a part of your real life. And now it gets a little bit muddier from where fandom starts and people that think they belong or need to be a part of your life. That, that, but this is where live videos can become a little bit treacherous because you want to keep this as professional as possible. And you want to make sure that there's a line. You know, you don't want videos of you going out here saying crazy shit that, that you are talking about your personal life. And now when your personal life is out there, people are, you know, giving comments on it when you put your personal life out there, fam. No, so don't do that. Keep pull it back and only put your professional shit out there. Give them again. I told these are these are we are in a very nosy society. I'm talking about like we we will we will stalk down somebody just to tell them we don't like them. Um, we will go and dig in message boards and try to look up old fees just to see what we don't like about somebody. And we don't spend 20, 30 minutes on bullshit research when the average fan won't even do that. The hater will spend more time on you than the average fan will, fam. I'm, I'm saying all of that to say, only give them what you want them to know and what you want them to perceive. If you give them anything else, um, then that's on you. You whatever you throw out there, you're gonna have to eat all of that. That own that fam. That is not on the receiver. That is on the quarterback. <laughs> and you threw that straight to me, and I caught it. So, all right. Next piece. We are in June, uh, and in the first week of June. A lot's going to happen. This is when everything is going to start for you. First week of June, you are going to shoot the last video. This is the most important video of your three. So it needs to be the best song that you like, the song that you're going to put the most energy into, um, and the one that you think people will gravitate towards over anything else. And these are the three songs that you pick. And I'll tell you why in a second. But the first week in June, you should be, you should have your album back from the mixed and mastering studio, but you're not going to release it immediately because you need to allow for edits. Sometimes the mixing and mastering people get stuff wrong. Sometimes you might hear something and you're like, I don't really like that. You know, can you change that? And then you got to send it back to him or her. And then him or her, based on their schedule, will have to fix that. So that might be that's one song. Send it, fix it, send it back. That's two days. You know, you got you got 15 songs you got to play with 12 of them that they just they these just got in bulk so now you've got for you to do each one of those it, it could take you past the parameter or past the guidelines that you had already set for yourself but you gave yourself an additional two weeks to fix this because you're in the mix their mastering finals for you to get that rough draft okay also in this week you are releasing your first video you're releasing your very first video, which is the first video that you shot last May 
in the first week. This is the first video of from the first song that you chose from your one of three. I'll tell you about the releasing and how you do it in a second, but this is your first, this is this is huge for you because now the momentum is starting and now you're in, now you're no longer in a record mode. And, and let me state one thing. You're not going back in the studio, fam. F studio is off limits for your ass until December, January. You need to focus, once you are done recording, you need to move from recording mode to promotions mode. And you're technically you're you are done recording when we hit the second week in June, which I'm going to talk to next. What's up? So how how long should I promote? Or we're going to get into that. We're definitely going to get into that for okay. sure. For sure. Okay. Um, okay. Second week in June, after the you're done with all of your mixing and mastering, the mixing mixing and mastering sounds perfect. You're cool with everything. You got the entire album back. You are now going to send your album to your distributor. I'm not sure who you are using for distribution. I would recommend a couple people. Uh, I would recommend Asset Distribution. Uh, Jason Brown, he owns that. Um, he's dabbling and dabbling in country rap right now. So I think because he has long teeth in the game and he has a history with Average Joe on down to everybody that is in country rap, I think he'd be a good asset to, asset to use. I also recommend video. And the only reason I recommend video is because video has sound exchange as one of their stores. So that whenever you release your music, it goes directly there. Now, I don't know if any of you have ever filled out the application for sound exchange, but that is a bitch to fill out. It is a whole lot of intricate detail. And they wanted you to fill out a spreadsheet. Like with video, once you release your music to them, they send that music to them as a dis distribution store. So you are you are monetizing for all of your other music immediately. And I don't know if you, anybody you know what Sound Exchange does. Sound Exchange goes and finds all of the other streams that are out there that are not on major DSPs, like uh, DSPs is your digital song service providers, like Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, iHeart, et cetera, et cetera. Video, I don't, I think they're invite only. Yeah, I think you might have to ask them if, if they're taking applications or whatever, if I'm not mistaken. But Sound Exchange, they find, like we service our music through um, WCRR and it goes through Live 365. Live 365 has to pay fee for all of the music that is being played on there. That fee is then collected by Sound Exchange for all of the music that is being played on their internet radio. Video, because and, and because there is a, I think video can go back 10 to 15 months, or from, it might be three years, but they can go back on those streams, but you don't have to go back if you're immediately monetized once you start distribution. That is the one perk and plus for having video as a distributor. Okay, now we're moving on in July. You, by now, you are starting to gauge what the influence is and what your brand is or what it does and does not need to look like. In July, uh, based on the structure, and then we're saying we, we're doing an album. Albums are between 12 and 15 songs. EPs are somewhere between seven and 10 uh, based on the length of those songs. Uh, we got maxi singles and singles, et cetera, et cetera, but we're not doing anything lower than that because we just, we just recorded 30 songs and we're going to put the best to use for this album. The reason we're doing that, and this is for monetization, when you sell an album, you make $4.99. Uh, 
when you sell an EP, you make about $3.99 or $2.99 based on however many songs it is, or they might just charge you per song. But the album, and I'm saying you make it, that's the wholesale rate that you get from your distributor. You don't want to single this to death. Uh, we are going to try to make the most of all of our time because we're trying to get a return on that investment. We're not just investing the budget, but we're investing some time. We spent an entire month recording. We're trying to get some of that money and time back with something, and this is the positive way of getting that return. Okay, based in July, you're going to pick six of the highest rated songs from the listening sessions. Uh, this is me going back to what we did at the in that listening session, and I probably should have stated that back then. No, I stated it here because we're going to start releasing it now. Pick six of the highest rated songs from the listening session. Shoot videos and blocks. We're starting this in July. Um, shoot all the videos, all six, this month. You are still in artist mode right now. You're still, you've never, you done recorded the audio. Now you need to start shooting the videos for this. You're still in artist mode. Go get, Go ahead. Do I, because I'm hearing a you and a lot of eyes. Do I have a team or is this based upon me doing all this alone? I hope you have a team. If not, <clears throat> then you can do this yourself. It's this is not like work. Purpose. This is, bro, I've, I've ran many labels. You've been at in many rooms with other labels. This, this is work. This is your career we're talking about. Hold on now. This this ain't easy. I mean, if, yeah, hold on now, because I, I mean, if I work at Walmart, pick, figure it out now if you want to do this for the rest of your life. I'm telling you, this is the real. This is this is what we do to get keep, serious. Keep, keep going, keep going. I might I might have to refocus. <laughs> keep going. I might have to refocus. Okay. Also, at the beginning of this month, the second song that you picked and the second video that you shot from the two out of three. You're going to release this video now. So now you have two videos, two months uh, consecutively, uh, June and July, that you have released by video three, which will be coming up next. But by video two, people got an inkling of what you're about. They, they kind of like, okay, he had this song and now he had that song. I'm feeling him. I kind of like this dude. You know, I'm, do I want to buy in as a fan or not? Do I want to? We're going to show them that this is long term and we want to do this for good and not just doing this temporarily. And just fall off the planet like Racket County did. No, we're gonna do this in the in the positive. Hey, way. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. I miss Racket County so bad. Okay, August first. It is album release month. We are going all in with the promo. But remember that video three that I told you was extremely important. Yes. The day that your album drops will be the day that this video drops to promote the album. This video is promotions for the entire project. This video is to solidify you as an artist because we had one video in June, another one in July. This one in August, when your album is dropping, it is the catalyst for everything else that we're going to do after this. You got to get this one right, fam. This, rep this video represents you as an, as an artist, your label as a brand, it represents you as a rapper and in, in trying to get a foothold into this small, minute subgenre of hip hop. You have to get y'all, your you, your team, your mama and whoever, all y'all got to get this one right. This is the one that you circle on that map and make sure not it's not just because your album drops, but this video 
is so vital. You, you mess this one up, your album sales are going to tank. People are not really going to gravitate towards you because they feel like, well, he ain't put the effort into this one. Well, you know, and then you're going to try to go back and look at the other two if they already haven't. Please focus on this one and get this one right. What are we? Okay, we have done pre-work. We have done the work. August, July, you shot all of your videos. August begins promo work. You are now switching from artists to label head if because most of you over here are independent and you have to run all this yourself. You are not going to get back in the studio because for the next six months, you have six videos coming out. You, this is what artists will do. As soon as the album drop, they get right back in the studio talking about working on the next one. Motherfucker, no. You are discrediting the work that you are doing. You haven't even done this right. I don't cuss probably, probably. <laughs> oh, your first one. <laughs> for, okay, for some from you got a video coming out in September, October, November, December, January, and February. You need to stay in promo mode. If you're gonna go in the studio, don't don't tell nobody. Don't go live. Don't be leaking stuff saying oh, I'm I'm working on the next one. We're still working on this one, fam. We are trying to get as much money from this one as possible before you go on to the next. And based on the timing of this. This ends in February. You can start the whole process over next March. So now every 12 months, it is a minute focus on what I'm going to do, how this one project, these 12 to 15 songs are going to be able to help me. How you can use some of those, those other works. The album comes out in August. The songs that did not make the project, you take the three that you like and take some of the other ones that didn't make the project and drop a mixtape in July. And those, the three that you do like are guaranteed they're going to be on the album. But the mixtape is just some filler so they can, you know, get a feel of your style uh, and, and maybe do two or three songs that are also on the album, too. So pick five songs from the album, the three that you like and two more, and then put maybe 10 more songs that did not make the album. And then that will that will give a that'll wet some appetites, especially if you see that the first video is bumping and people really like you and the second one is getting just as much steam, have the mixtape ready just to throw out. And you can work with DJ Cannon Banyan. You can work with uh, DJ Trick, which is Papa Fresh. You can work with, um, oh, I haven't spoken with very many DJs over here, so I can't even speak on their names. I'm only talking to the ones, I'm only mentioning the ones that I've had personal communications with. Yes, sir. All right, so do you think mixtapes are important and do you think it's important for me to get a dj yes but it has to be a country rap dj uh canon canon banyan does it and he does it probably every quarter from from the time that i was looking at trying to do some research but it needs to be somebody that is in the genre that knows that they already got a a fan of listeners that whenever they have you or they host it or even if they you just throw them a couple of songs to put on their project, like it's it's a scratch my back, I scratch yours that type of scenario. But yes, you do need a DJ, and it needs to be somebody that's familiar with the genre. Don't go and get DJ Screen to do your country rap. Uh, first of all, you're gonna pay about five racks. Uh, that's on the low end. He probably ten, but he probably just charged five because he ain't familiar with country rap either. He don't give a shit. You know, he he gonna, the money. He's just gonna take the bread just because you want to throw it at. Don't do that, fam. It's it's not it's not doing you any justice. Go and get the people that are already over here that have been here that know what they're doing. 
Okay, you're going to release one video every month. And how do you release and promote? This is very, some of y'all might want to take notes on this. One. Um, YouTube is going to be your first catalyst because you're releasing videos. You are going to share to all social media. Yes, sir. I got a question before you get to the videos. Okay. All right, we mentioned the mixtape. Yes. Um, how important are playlists, like Spotify playlists? Not for country rap, there aren't, because uh, most of the playlists that are over here, aside from ours, they're controlled by artists or labels. Okay. Um, so if you're not affiliated with those artists or those labels, you won't get on that playlist. So over here, in core hip hop, they're very vital, but they're also still some gatekeepers for you to get on those playlists. And those gatekeepers are uh, playlist curators or music consultants. You have to go through them and it's usually not going through them with, with not any bread. You need to come with something in hand or you're not going to get any any type of movement. Payola is real, fam. We we, we ain't going to try to uh, mince words. Like it, it is definitely real in the music industry. Over here, because we don't have that many outlets, it's not as prevalent because who are you going to pay to get on the radio? Because none of these PDs, program directors, are going to play you anyway. Um, so which is why we are focusing more so on our visual presentation as heavy as we are, because this is our outlet. This is our main catalyst. Without it, we really don't have anything else. Um, okay, YouTube. And I said you're going to share all, to all social media. Okay, remember back in the fourth week of February where I just stated social media? Uh, okay, the last week of February, you, your team, your mama, your cousin, them, auntie, them, y'all... First, you need to make sure that your name isn't taken first, uh, which is why we're going to have the real whoever on the real whatever, or I'm... Uh, I'm the real young swag. Right. You got the young swag here. You got this young swag over here and that young... Okay, first, make... And the, the reason why this is vital, and the reason why we, we even went through it, I go through it every time that I have some sort of epiphany that I want to create a business, I go and search to see if that name is out there uh, and that will really determine if I want to, you know, even deal with that business or not, because I know that it's going to be a lot of work to try to figure out, okay, my handle got to be this over here and it's got to be this over there and that over there. And I, during that last week of February, you're going to go and create all of your social media channels. And I say all, I mean all. You need a minimum of about 12 to 15. And I, you, you, the easy part is, most of them allows you to log in with your Facebook or Twitter. Start with those two first. Uh, once you get those two and you have to fill out everything, every minute detail, birthday, um, name, sometimes address, backup phone number, email, uh, a small bio. All of this needs to be concise and consistent on all of your freaking channels. Um, you don't need to have a bio on IG and no bio on Twitter. Oh also, yeah. all of your imaging need to be consistent on all of your channels. Whatever image you're using on Facebook and Twitter, you're using it on Plurk, you're using it on Snapchat, you're using it on Instagram, you're using it everywhere. Do not deviate. The only time you deviate is when you are switching. And whenever you deviate, you need to deviate on all of your channels again, which is why you once you do it now, then it's going to make everything easier for you later on because now it's less work for you. Plus, 
most of us don't want to go back and change all of them damn profiles uh, as often as you are flipping them up. So it would be easier for you to do one, log in with your Facebook. Because when you do that, you change your Facebook. When you change your Facebook, it changes all the rest of them. So you ain't got to go back and do all of that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Keep it real simple. What's the, what's the expression? Kids, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, keep it um, stupid. <laughs> okay. Set up an account everywhere, not just the popular channels. You must allow, uh, oh no, I said that, promo. Based on how many times, your promo will be based on how many times you want to promote times, no, divided by the number of networks. You are going to be on a minimum of 15 networks. I can give you a list of networks, um, but that, just search top social media sites. And I'm sure Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook is going to be at the top three. You are going to start at the top and work your way down. When you hit about 20, you can stop. You can really stop at 15 because it's, it's once the, the other 15, what's below 15, most of those people also have other channels or profiles on the top 15. So I don't think you're going to miss it. But we're trying to get as many people in that top 15. The reason why, there was a time where I were traditionally only posted on Facebook. I was like, damn, Instagram, Twitter. That, like I, I had one, but I didn't post on it because I had a favorite that I like to participate with, participate with. There are millions of people out there that thought the same way that I did. I have a favorite over here. To hell with all the rest of them. I'm not even trying to set up a, an account over there. So you, you the person who's trying to sell something, you the person who's, who's a brand that needs to get in front of as many people as possible, you need to take your ass over there to them. Don't think that everybody's going to come to you. So once you create that YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, those are the three that are vital to you, you are then going to go and create the other ones once you hit 15. And YouTube is not one of the 15. YouTube is the one that you absolutely have to have and then do the rest of them. YouTube is just now being able to for you to promote and consider the social media community, even though for years, forever, it has been the number one place for music discovery. Only TikTok just became uh, neck and neck with them over the last two to three years because of their popularity. But TikTok is another one that you need to create on. This is where most of us are going to fail because... Most of us are going to be like, well, I ain't on the internet like that. You know, well, I, I, oh, I, yeah. I, especially I in this genre. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do that internet, fam. Um, well, if you don't do the internet, fam, you're going to lose. You know, if you don't do it, then hire somebody that does. Because you cannot survive as a musician. Uh, you cannot survive as a brand. Let's pull it back to the business side. You cannot survive as a brand without social media presence. Um, but how are you going to post? You are going to post a minimum of on two networks a day. How many minimum. times? Just once. Just, Just once. one post on a minimum of two networks a day. That's two posts. You're going to spend, and this should take you no more than 15 to 30 minutes based on whatever you're doing for you to be able to post. And you a you are going to, most of us have smartphones. Even the flip phones have a timer in it. Uh, you are going to set a timer in your phone for when you are going to post. And that timer, you are not going to deviate from. Don't have them too close to each other, but space them out like maybe two or three hours. You can do 12 and four. Let's do 12, 20, and 420. Let's, let's keep it good numbers. <laughs> 12, 20, like, and four. Like 420. <laughs> 12, 20, and 420, you are going to post. And you should have 
the material that you are going to post ready to post. And it's typically going to be an album cover image or maybe some behind the scenes imagery from picture from your one of your photos or video shoots in here. I haven't even touched on the photo shoot, but that's part of the branding. We'll talk about that next episode of Music Industry Playbook. Um, but do uh, this is very vital because this this will get you kicked off of networks. Do not post the same thing on the same network back to back to back. Bam. You can do back to back, but you can't do back to back to back. That third time you are immediately called spamming. And now you're going to get that nasty message from probably Facebook or Instagram stating that your post is against community guidelines. We have uh, held your post and we are not going to review it, et cetera, et cetera. Don't, don't switch it up. And then, I mean, you got your image from your, from your, uh, and then all of your imagery needs to have some sort of words and you need to be utilizing multiple things. Try and get you a link tree or some sort of bit.ly link so that whenever, so yes, sir. I know, because you just mentioned something. Um, you said link tree. Yes. And I just, this is a question I have for me and artists who might be watching. Okay. How important is LinkedIn when it comes to artists in the entertainment business? Since you said link tree, I want to ask about LinkedIn. If LinkedIn, if you are the, most of us were going to be CEOs. LinkedIn is for business business executives, but some, all the way on there, there are people that like to invest in stuff. Um, and if they see that you are promoting something that they might want to invest in, you need that profile. Now you won't, you probably won't be able to post a lot of stuff on there, especially when you're talking about music. But you can give, you can send updates there. Like my album comes out August first. Uh, check it out. Here's the link. Uh, and then that link will be a bit.ly link or that link tree link. Um, but the, the link link tree, and it's a couple other companies that does it, but your link tree is your temporary website. We'll talk about website when we talk about branding, when we go into the next episode of Music Industry Playbook. But there, your link tree is your temporary website. It, it is where, where you are located in a drop down. And my link tree used to be long as hell. I'm not even going to lie, especially when I had Hip Hop Encounter. Like it was so long. Uh, I, I had hundreds of sites because I was determined that no one was going to be able to get the Hip Hop Encounter name on any network. I didn't want anybody imposing or infringing on the brand. So I went and made the profile. Whenever a new social media site popped up, okay, let me go grab mine. You know, I was, I was quick, you know, instantly. But you need to have that same mentality because you want to protect your brand. You don't want anybody to be able to go and get your name. And now instead of you being Doris Ann, you now the other Doris Ann with an underscore, you know, <laughs> you don't, the real don't, Doris Ann. <laughs> right. Don't, 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 don't do yourself that way. Okay. In closing, um, let me finish up the, 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 the posting. After you post for that day on that, go ahead, go ahead. I have a question about posting, okay. um, especially when it comes to Instagram. Okay. How important are those 59 second clips of my video? They're very important, but don't just do clips of the video, like do some sort of promotional. There, matter of fact, oh my God, I probably should put the link in the description. I'll get it. There are apps that, well, you know how you see those um, videos that are on and make sure I ain't got none on the back side of this because I don't want to be showing stuff that I ain't supposed to. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, they're going to have to watch it. 
I don't care. There we go. All right. You got a video and you got the moving parts in the yes, middle? Yes, yes. Yeah. You you want to do something like that. And there are apps that does this and they do it for free. Um, you want to make those type of videos to do for your promotions on there are apps that not just Instagram. Oh hell yeah. They do it for free. Just just thump the video in there, it'll render and then it'll come right to your phone, and then you're able to promote it on whatever networks you want to do. But you gotta dump the entire video. No, it'll pull it'll pull in it like it's like pulls the feed. And then once you hit, it's kind of like when you're recording a video on your phone, uh-huh. you, you hold it down and then it'll start recording and then gotcha. it'll stop. Yeah, gotcha. but it, it does that. But it's 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 dope because I used to I used to pay people to do it when I was like, you know, let me go in because I think one time my video guy was a little bit slow about turning over to work. And I was like, I'm going to go see if I can get this shit done somewhere else and went out there and found it. And I ain't looked at him to do it ever since. Uh, and I'm pretty sure he's pretty mad at me, but you shouldn't have been slow. Uh, OK. After the 59 second thing is also very vital. Keep it under that because it helps with your algorithm on Instagram. But any of those, anything under that is also cool too, because they want as many people coming to you and as much traffic as possible. So you, whatever, whenever you're posting on IG, post to your story and to your timeline. If it's something that you don't mind keeping on your story, even if you don't want it on your, your, your timeline, just delete it when you're done. Like I got artists right now that post and the whole timeline just, just be disappearing every other day. Like, like I know I saw this here, you know, but they, this is, this is part of their regimen. All right. Question. Yep. How important is, cause we're talking about promotion now. Yes. How, yes. how important is timeline when it comes to comparison to story and reels? So we so got story. reels, we got the timeline and we got the story. They're, they're, uh, I think I think they get rid of the reels. I think they get rid of the time limit on one of them, if I'm not mistaken. Like, they, I think reels are 30, Facebook reels are 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what Instagram reels are. All of them are for interaction. And because people have the shortest attention span in human history as of, as of 2022, um, if you can make little snippets and keep it under a minute, as many as possible and throw them all out there. You Even if you want to break up your entire video in 15 second increments, that'd probably be good for you because now you're creating promotions for yourself. Instagram is going to help with the algorithm because they want to see more people on it and they got a little short that they can throw out there. Plus that little short, as long as there's no cursing or nudity in it, it's a real quick, simple ad for you. You know, don't cost me $5, you know, throw it out there and now you are helping them and they're going to help you because they want more people on the platform, staying on the platform as long as possible. But they also know that people's time, attention span is so short that they don't want to stay on there as long as possible. So they're breaking it up in a little bit of increments and those increments benefit you. Um, Use that to your advantage uh, as often as possible. But as you are posting for that day, uh, as we are posting those two times a day, go back and look at the interaction from the previous day and see what 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 is looking right or wrong for you. If you're not getting inter- any interaction on a certain type of post, you probably don't want to do that again. Or you might want to try it at a different time. Like whatever. If it didn't work at 420, try to try the next one at 1220 and see if that works. But anytime, anytime you get any interaction, you need to follow the data. Math don't lie. Uh, you can make it look like it lie and you can make it do stuff to do some erroneous stuff. But math don't lie. Look at the data. 
look at who is liking you, where they are liking you, and what they are liking. Um, and even at what device or what time of day that they're liking. I gave you hard times of 1220 and 420. <clears throat> you might want to play around with some times until you can look at your data and see when you're getting the most interaction on your post. That is when you want to stick to, and those are your guidelines because your country rap people, we're still trying to figure out what that data is. And I'm not even going to lie. I am too. Um, you just play around and see what that looks like and then cement it into your phone. This is going to be the time that you post. Because once you follow the data, um, even though you're looking at the data, do not be consumed by the numbers. Uh, this is all about interaction and activity. You are not looking at, oh, I'm striving to get 100,000 likes on this post. Or I'm, I'm trying to get you know 10,000 video views in 24 hours. You are going to burn yourself out and the anticipation and anxiety will just overwhelm you. The interaction, remember remember the last music industry playbook. We only want 1%. We only want those one that trolls, those true people that are going to talk to you. And when they are talking to you, talk back. When they are liking your post, or if they're, especially if they're commenting, like their comment. It's, it's, this is, we still haven't left 15 minutes. We're still in your 15. If you got a real job and you're on a 15 minute break and most jobs do allow that while you're out there playing on your phone, check and see what the interaction is. You know, Susie May liked your, your post. You said, great job. Like it. That took you two seconds. Now Susie May know that you watch them. You, the star that she looks up to, the, the person that she wants to buy the album from, the person that she admires, like something that she said. Now she's a fan. Yes, sir. So in the interaction. Yes. Should I interact with everyone that interacts Absolutely with me? not. Not yet. Your interaction right now is just liking. Just, just liking. Go back to that page and like. Just just like it. Yes. What about, what about the people that like my post? Should I say thank you? No, not yet. Okay. But the people that did like your post. You're going to go and like something of theirs. So I'm also in my notes. If you can, if you have the time, go and find them wherever they are. Find something of theirs that you like. And if you, hopefully you will, because usually people that like are on the same wavelengths. So Susie May liked something over here. Go find Susie May and like something over there back. Now you did something twice. Now you did two things that Susie May is going to be like really impressed about. You liked her comment on her page, on your page. And then you went over to her page and liked something of hers. Now she's like, okay, I'm feeling, uh, I'm feeling him. I mean, I might buy his shit now. You know, <laughs> I might go watch that video again. Okay. Okay. I, this is all about interaction. Social media. I think people forget the social part. Yes, it is media, but you got to be social. You got to get out there, which irks me why I see a whole lot of private stuff on social media. But you know, some of it might be some OnlyFans stuff. Uh, you know, and I'm cool with that too. But the ones that aren't, and you're keeping the, a profile, if you are a business and you are private, you got private clients, you don't need to be on social media. You need to be somewhere else. You need to be on, on Telegram or, or one of these other little discords or something having your little private concepts and stuff. <laughs> you, know. <laughs> but you don't know what you're selling on the side. Okay, but, but in, in closing, people want to be, people want to feel. That's it. People want to feel like they are a part of your life. 
Like they know who you are. Like they are a part of this. And now by you interacting with them and them seeing it and them being able to see that other people see you interacting with them, that goes a lot. Like it, and then it's just take two, three, two to three seconds. And it's not that hard. And I don't know why so many people can't grasp this concept about interaction, but it is very simple. So post every day to be active. And when when they do comment on anything of yours, just like it. Don't read it. Don't read it. Don't read it. I'm because because first three months, the haters will be there. You think so? Bro, hate will destroy an ego. Hate will hate is the the antithesis of everything that we're trying to do. We're trying to build momentum. We're trying to catapult a career and hate the wrong type of hate. And, I, and it could be just, you know, I ain't like that video, but it could come from somebody that you knew or somebody that you thought you respected. That would defeat you. Don't read it. All you need to see is that they comment it. And when they comment, like it and get the hell on. Don't read it. I'm telling don't don't read it because it is going to bother you. The wrong words are going to irk you so much that you probably won't be able to sleep. Imagine if somebody is a super fan of Struggle Jennings and Struggle Jennings hit the thumbs down button and they saw that in the analytics. And then Struggle commented, you know, could have been better. Oh, I'm finna quit music. You know, because this is my idol just said, you know, somebody that I looked up to, somebody I'm trying to strive to be just said, I, this could have been better. You know, and then they're they going to take them three, them few words, it could have been better to, man, struggle hates me. You know, struggle, struggle thinks I'm trash. No, he just said it could have been better. You know, work on the better so it, it, can, it can get to that point. But that we're not going to see that because our egos are so inflated and in the way that any negative that comes along, which is why I said don't look at it. Just just ignore all of that stuff and stay on task because you don't want to defeat yourself. And most of this stuff, most of the stuff that we're dealing with, especially in the music industry, it'd be self-induced. You know, you, we don't have to put up with all this stuff that, we, that is out there, but we are doing it to ourselves. So we can't blame anyone but ourselves. But um, I think the last thing on here, uh, if you can go, if you can go to these people's profiles, go like something to theirs. And I think I did say that. But in, in closing, this is the the project is a this is a year plan. This is something that West Ten needs to do. This is something Jesse B needs to do. This is something Coca needs to do. Uh, Big Poe, I th think I think Poe might be already starting his because he already released Gasoline and I think another pro another song. Um, but not just the artists. This is something Raw Records needs to do. This is something Mako needs to do. Average Joe, like uh, every, is it Average Joe's? Oh, Average Joe's. Joe's. Yeah, Average Joe's need to do this. Like this is this is Scram. Uh, get well, get well soon too, fam. But uh, Scram needs to do this. Like this is this is a, a a plan of activity for everybody in the genre. Grab the plan, take notes, follow the plan, and. This will make you be structured enough to where you can say you are doing legit business in an industry that will rape you of your soul if any of this isn't done properly. Okay. Now, question, more yes. questions I have. All right, so this is my very first project. Should I embark on, all right, this is my first project. Yes. Cow, Cowboy Vic, Cowboy Vic. 
Cowboy Vic. <laughs> All right. So should this should I just be Cowboy Vic? Should I have Horseshoe Records? Do I need to brand both at the same time to make the entity look bigger? Am I just Cowboy Vic? This so because that's another thing that you know. Can I can I answer that one in the next episode? Yes, because yeah. and and that will be out before if they're following this guideline. Um, it'll be out by February, before they're done recording. Okay. Um, because because then they'll be able to structure everything. But no, you you have to make sure one, you got to make sure that that name isn't taken because the Cowboy Vic is your pseudonym for rapping. But whatever the business is going to be, Cowboy Vic, there needs to be a Cowboy Vic music and that needs to be something stru- structurally set up for the publishing side of your whatever you're going to do. But then there's also a, a label that needs to be over that. And there's also a publishing company that would be administering the rights for Cowboy Vic, the artist. Like there's a whole structure that needs to be, and all that can be done with one LLC and one EIN, and you might have to do a couple of DBAs, which is doing business as, but uh, this is cost, going to cost you no more than like $150 total uh, to just to get legal. And that is the part that I, I need to put in a separate cast because the legality of it, we, we've been talking about all of this music stuff and artistry stuff, but the legality of it is, Needs it deserves its own attention because if you fail at any of that, if that shit's not done right, then you will have people stealing from you. It's it's not an if you they will come and get it because they will see that you're not doing what you're supposed to do structurally uh, and to protect yourself with whatever you got to put up with assets. Um, there, there's publishing out there. I, I when I was when I first got into this genre. I, do, I was doing um, research on Gator, and Gator said it in an interview. He, his his music is was floating out there. Somebody took it from him Be- because of shady business that you know he went for in advance, and he was advancing him his own money, et cetera, et cetera. Like this is the shit that happens in the music industry every day, you know. And Gator wasn't you know an A-lister, but Gator had he had notoriety. He had enough of a a, a catalog to where they were giving him twenty five thousand dollars in advance. Like this this not little money. And he doesn't have the, a huge amount of songs that are out there. It's just that what was out there was moving enough that they could capitalize on it. You are going to do the same thing with this plane. Gotcha. Um, you mentioned social media. Yes. <clears throat> what platforms should I be on? What are Everything. the most important platforms? Everything, fam. Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, those are the top three. What about TikTok? TikTok is up there with music industry, music discovery. TikTok's data is very tricky now that we are we own it now instead of it being owned by the Chinese. Um, the data used to be pure. Now it's kind of skewed because it's only specific to certain countries, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but it, it's good for, for music discovery. TikTok, because it is being shared on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter now, TikTok is still up there with YouTube for music discovery. But this is also a way for people to see you as a person. Um, especially if you like doing funny shit, Hard Target, Dusty Lee, uh, Ginger Billy, a um, couple, couple other over here that are, you know, hilarious that need to show personality. TikTok is your outlet. You can make a quick TikTok and put it out there and it could just be random stuff of you talking or you sitting around Leroy Biggs, uh, just doing something silly, you know, but TikTok is just one of the outlets that you can use. And again, it's only 10, 15, 20 seconds that you're able to no, utilize TikTok, it. You, you can do, I think, 50 seconds with TikTok. 
Well, that they still, it's a vehicle and it's just pieces of it. You don't want it to be the end all be all. And I know that there are people that are number one on TikTok that are not on any other networks. You're not there yet. You got to go to them. If TikTok is competing with YouTube and YouTube, I think, gets X amount of billions of views a day, TikTok probably gets three or four times that. TikTok made YouTube invent YouTube shorts because they were taking eyes off of them. This is how vital that outlet is. So, yes, it is it is important, but YouTube is still your top catalyst. It, this is where your video is. This is where your monetization is. This is where your money is going to come from. Um, and your distributor will not be able to, to fight any of that because they're going to know that, you know, without my video, I can't do nothing, you know, and everything else goes off of that. So, but TikTok is one of them. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Plurk. Um, what is Plurk? Plurk is, Plurk is a, a, a timeline-based social media network. It works kind of like Twitter. Um, Snapchat. No videos? At the, yeah, you can, but it'll be in your timeline. Your timeline is weird. It doesn't go like this. It goes like this. Um, so you, you're scrolling up around somebody's timeline just to see what they've done and through the history of their posting. Uh, you definitely want to do a LinkedIn, but you won't do the LinkedIn really until you get ready to do your label. Uh, and then you'll be able to do it because you'll be CEO of that label and then you can post as it. People really don't give a damn if you're an artist on LinkedIn, but they care if you're a CEO of a label. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I'm, I keep saying everything, but those are the those are the ones that come to mind just straight off of memory. Snapchat is still important. Definitely still important. Snapchat is still important with the demographics between 13 and 17. Gotcha. And I know some of y'all don't really care about that demographic, but that demographic has a disposable income. Uh, and they could be disposing that income on some of your music. So get your ass over there. Gotcha. Bro, this has been so enlightening. So enlightening. I got to. All right, man. That has been so informative. Now, the, the one thing, me as an artist. Okay. Um. Now, you mentioned making one post a day. Two posts a day. Two posts a day. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. Now, you know how on some, say, definitely on Instagram. Mm-hmm. On Instagram and as well as TikTok, you have the function where you can post like I can tie my Twitter and my Facebook to my Instagram. Oh yeah, that's a benefit. You do that. So if I post on Twitter on Instagram and mm-hmm. it goes to Facebook and Twitter, and it, there's about five other ones on there too. One of them is a. Uh, I don't have my phone. Go get my phone downstairs, Caleb, please. Um, it's about five networks on there. One or two, three of them you can't connect to because they're out of the country. And it's really not going to benefit you because I don't think there's country rap over there. Um, there might be country rap in China. I don't know. Um, uh, I think it's Rotku. R-O-T.K-U. If I'm not mistaken, I have a profile. <clears throat> Let me see. Thank you. Let me I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to see. Okay, I'm going to. I'm doing this live, yep, you guys. Also, well, all it has is Twitter and Tumblr. I'll definitely get a Tumblr. Tumblr used to have adult entertainment stuff too on there, but they cut all that stuff down. Tumblr is, this, is Tumblr important? 
Tumblr is used to be considered a microblogging site. It, it ain't so much they're important. It's for you to, when somebody searches you on the internet, you want to at least take up a couple pages of searches. You don't want to be like the first two and then there are no more searches. Gotcha. But what this does when you be able to, to, to diversify your social media presence, it allows you to be able to, like you could type in Hip Hop Encounter right now. No, no spaces. Just type in Hip Hop Encounter in your search. I used to take up about 60 to 65 pages of postings from not just the site, but other social media sites because I had that presence out there. I made sure that no one got that presence out there. So you guys can consider yourself a brand similarly and make sure that you are protecting your asset, which is you. You are the asset. I'm going to see if I can find. It's, it's in like linked accounts or link accounts. Why is it so hard for me to find this now? Settings. Um, settings. Account. Because um, it's going to be mad as hell. Like, what, what y'all, both of y'all phone? No. Account um, status. Man, we ain't even know here no more. No, oh, I can request verification now. I might going to do that when I get done. So, okay. as an artist, yeah, you yep. say all these forms of social media are important. And you say I should communicate. All social media is important. But, but like what said, are the main ones I should focus on as an artist? The, the, five, the top five. Definitely get your YouTube. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And I want to say TikTok. Those are your top five. After that, you would do Snapchat. Does Snapchat um, still delete after 24 hours? That's kind of like a, your stories, yes. Um, but it's, again, there's still so many people on there. And it, it ain't about the network, I think, and I, I want that to come across to the people that are watching this too. It's not about the network, it's about the people. Um, I will tell you why it's important. Oh, I could just ask Siri. How many people use YouTube daily. Here's what I found from OmnicoreAgency.com. About 122 million daily active users on YouTube consuming more than a billion hours of video every day. 122 million people. There's, 300, there's 349, 50 people, 350 million people in the United States. And I just rounded that up. I think it's like 340 something. But almost half a little bit under, use YouTube daily, watching billions of videos a day. You need to be part of that. You need to get over there where they are. How many people use Snap? How many people use Snapchat daily? I found this on the web. Daily users, Snapchat. Uh, Snapchat had 360 million daily active users worldwide, up from 390, 293 million global in quarter four of 2021. This is based off of Statica. That is double 
what YouTube is getting because of the, the interaction. And this isn't stuff that just stays on the network. This is just interaction. This is just people in that community. But you're not over there because you're not creating a profile. You're not going to them. So they will not never know of you because these people that are on there, that 290 something, they use Snapchat daily. They use Snapchat more than they use Facebook and Instagram and they spend hours of time over there. You won't, you won't even go there because you like, oh, that, I don't do social media, fam. Okay. Somebody that does is going to win because there's 200 and something million people over there waiting on. Where do you think, as a country rap artist, where do you think most of the country rap fans are? Uh, interaction, interacting yeah. on Facebook. But they probably spend more time on YouTube just looking for content from their favorite people. All right. How important is SoundCloud for me? Uh, so it's not a social network, um, but it is definitely a part of your distribution network. Um, I think Jason offers that too with Asset. If not, no, I think he does. Um, SoundCloud is one of the stores. SoundCloud's important. Audio Mac is too, but SoundCloud doesn't pay out a lot. Like I think they theirs is around twelve hundred dollars per million on streams. And that's for that's even coming from pro accounts. Like this, the payout is kind of horrible over there. With them and I want to say Pandora, um, they're they're about even on networks. But this again, we're gonna talk about the DSPs and what they pay out in the next one too, because uh, it's most people just like social media networks. We have favorites. We also have favorite DSPs. I'm a I'm a fan of Spotify all day. Because once I pay for a premium, I can skip and just play whatever I want to with no ads, none of that other stuff. Just because of me liking it and the ease of use. There's a lot of people out there that just, you know, specifically use Apple Music and iTunes. There's some out there that still use iHeart. Like, I don't, but there's still out there to do. But there's 10 major ones, and those 10 major ones have varying payout levels. And like I said, certain people have certain favorites. So if your music isn't on those networks, then you're you won't be getting any of those streams from those people because you're not over there. So you can't just use YouTube as one catalyst uh for your career without using all of them. You know, one and the asset distribution does distribute to YouTube and YouTube music pays out about twelve thousand dollars per million. It's YouTube video pays out about thirty six hundred per million. It's a vast difference. You want to be on the network regardless, but you want them to be watching the video. And you even now, you're when you if you have a video to the song and they're playing your album on YouTube Music, your video pops up. So you're getting the stream over there on YouTube Music. Eventually, one of them is going to stop because YouTube Music used to be um, Google Play Music, uh, and now it, it it upgraded. But I don't know if they're going to continue to operate in the way that they are probably are just because of the catalog and they have the means to be able to do so because they want to elbow their, their way in on Spotify and iTunes. But people really don't listen to music over there like that. They listen to, they watch videos. Okay. All right, well, I think I have no more questions. Okay. I think Cowboy Vic is on the way. <laughs> no, I think I'm going to call myself AKV. AKV. I don't think that's taken. AK, like gun? Like ass kicking Vic. <laughs> hey, you know what? I want to say shout out to somebody before before we wrap it up. Okay. Shout out to um 
WBM. Okay. I didn't realize WBM was um following us in yeah. the Country Rap Report uh Facebook group and we kind of ragged on them about the Instagram and and um yeah. Shout yeah. out to him because I think he's a star. So and I know we ain't talk about no particular artist, but I just want to say that if he watches this, man, and hopefully he'll watch it and get some pointers. But I think he has the potential of being a star. So I hope this is something he's taking serious. Shout out to him. Hey, um, WBM. I almost said AKV. Mm. <laughs> WBM. <laughs> you should watch this and it should let you know that you need to set up an Instagram. Like yeah. yesterday. Three. He probably got on that after the last review, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But everybody, everybody in the genre needs to watch this. Like this is there's no one over here that this doesn't apply to. And the only person I would probably think that used something similar to this would be Dusty Lee and Dean. Church? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't think so? No, but no one has done video, 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 album, video, video, video. I think I think Dusty and Demon did it last year, but no one else did it. I don't believe. I think West 10 is on the way of doing video, video, album. Average Joe's did it with, no, they dropped album first. And then did all of them videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did for to promote it. Yeah. 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 Um, but still, very, very enlightening information artists. Please use it. Yeah. I got a question for you before before, this is for you. Yep. Because I hear this music when we do these music playbook episodes. Mm -hmm. Do you think the country rap report need a clubhouse page? To have open dialogue and chats. Um, I'm not against that. I mean, we probably—that's something Heather needs to probably do anyway. Just go. Let, here we are, not taking our own advice. Go and get them profiles on every other social media <laughs> network before somebody steal them. <laughs> yeah, because someone asked, and the only reason I'm asking, I wasn't interested in Clubhouse, right? And someone asked me to host their room, right? And immediately I was like. Uh, no. Why would I host your room? Uh, it's not a country rap report room. It's not right. a Ryan Dirty room. Why would I do that? Why would I do that? So then for two days now, I've been thinking like, hey, does country rap report need a clubhouse room to be the first? I'm not against it. But the first time somebody get in there and say something ignorant, I'm like, you know, I'm done. Because I'm not going to hold back. <laughs> you you going to catch all of these. Man. And, I, and, and the, the, my experiences with other clubhouses, it just seems like a being on Zoom with 20 people and they all fighting for the mic. I don't, you know what? I think clubhouse is cool. I haven't found is, I haven't found what is relevant. I don't see where it's important. I don't see where, okay. When we just talked about everything in this one-on-one. Right. It leads to making money. Absolutely. That's, all, that's what it's all about. I haven't figured out how Clubhouse can lead to making money. I haven't figured it out. Now, let me tell you what I noticed on Clubhouse. I've noticed a lot of content creators on YouTube have been recording and screenshotting people's clubhouse and creating YouTube pages and posting the clubhouse. That's one way to recycle the content. 
I will most of the people on Clubhouse probably. I mean, because it's 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 fair use. It's not a video. It's just it's just it's just voice. You know what the Clubhouse is like. Let me find out someone. Huh? A giant ass conference call. Uh, you know what? No, I'm gonna take you way back, and then we're gonna go. Clubhouse is like the party line. The party line. Boy, you can't talk about that. All. <laughs> what? You talking about them after hours party lines? No, 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 no. You don't know who kids, who kids <laughs> you could hit like twenty three pound or something, and you just and be like, you don't remember that? Uh uh-uh. uh. What you, you talking hit, about? You can hit a weird number on your phone. Uh-huh. I'm just like seven seven pounds. And then it'll just be a clear line and you just hear people talk, what up? It was called a party line. Oh, I, no, fam. I, no. Listen, please, now. <laughs> don't let someone in this chat room, please, please let me know if you guys remember the party line. You'll be on the party You might go on the... I learned how to curse off the party line. <laughs> you might just go on the party line like, hey, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it was just, but it'll just be voices all over who... I don't even know why it was created, how it was created. It might have been an accident, but you can hear a weird number and it'd just be like an open space. It was conference calls before conference calls. But you don't know who's on it, when. That sounds hilarious. I would love that today. But that, well, they have it today. It's called Clubhouse. (laughs) You have just a lot of unorganized people talking over each other and then screaming out, one mic, one mic, one mic. One mic is like the universal, you know, slogan for just one person talk. So, all right, man, I'm gonna get up out of here, man. All right, man. I, I think I, I think I think this is very informative, but I think we need to probably do these often, even if they're in twenty minute increments, right? Because I think it's so much information. It might be hard for the artist to digest. It's a lot. Right. And I think you need one on because you just went from day one in the studio to marketing plan to social media to release. Yeah. You just went six months. But they gotta do it. No, no. It's, it's just them. Yes, you're right. They have to do it. But maybe we need to spoon feed them. Maybe we need an episode on social media. Now you know I ain't. In, I'm not good at spoon feeding. Well, I'm, I'm just I, saying I'm, you. You finna get this no Vaseline. My head is take it. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. but you this just is, gave them this a is the industry. That's the industry, fam. I don't. I don't spoon feed. I think we'll be doing them. You know what injustice. you just did? Um, shout that? out to my my wife who was just installing a toilet. Uh huh. And I know y'all like who cares. Who's just installing a talk? But this made me think of what these artists are going to do. And we will watch the video, do a little part, then take the video back a little bit, then pick it up. <laughs> watch the video, do a little. That's what they're going to be doing. Yeah, they're doing their project, listening to this video. Hold on, what did you say? What did you say? Take it back. That's fine. And it'll be here as a resource for them to be able to use it. This is their guide now for how they need to operate. I'm all I, right with it. I have other questions. But I don't want to keep asking questions that's going to prolong them learning. 
Well, I'll I tell you what. We'll, we'll, I didn't even hold on. I didn't even ask you anything about promo material, flyers, stickers, hard copy. There are a bunch of questions I actually jotted. I'm like, I'm not even gonna make this even more complicated for them because he really a lot of these people, a lot of people are mad right now because you said I can't I can't put out my first 10 songs. <laughs> <laughs> you just messed some people up because they just bought probably three blocks of studio time and they're going to do three, three, and four. Yeah. And then you mess some of them up because this girl they want to probably try to, you know, they right. don't want to come sing their hook. You told them don't do that. Right. And you, you basically told them don't be getting features with their cousin. No. So... No. They got to digest. You really just knock some stuff out that they like, man, he just really messed up. I'm not going to be able to hit this girl who I can tell I'm rapping now. <laughs> My partner who been stressing the hell out of me. I can't put him on a track. He was going to give me $50 on the studio time. Right, right. Hey, man, you really just... You mean tell me I can't get a screen to hold my mix just because you don't know about country rap? Like, you really threw a monkey wrench in some of their plans. So this got to be a follow-up. Oh, we can. We'll definitely do one. Like promotional material, that is very important. You talk about social media. Should I, sh- should I do flyers? Should I do stickers? Should I? You know, I'm just saying, like it's a lot of. Oh, stuff. We, you want to keep going, and we just break it up into two parts? No, 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 no. Because I want to come back. You know what? We'll talk off air, and the next time we do one, we'll break it down in a second because. While we were talking, mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, got stickers there for a good price. Right. And I was like, well, shit, artists used to, but I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna drag them. Because you okay. really messed me up because I wanted a feature with my folks. It's not time for that yet. And you telling me I gotta be on more than Instagram and Facebook. It's definitely time for that, yes. And you telling me that once I finish this thing and once I see it on Spotify, YouTube, and all this, you mean tell me I can't go back to the studio? Absolutely not. You still got to do promo for the stuff that you put out. Yes. And you really let me know that I'm going to be spending a lot of money, which is going to cut back on my weed smoking. (laughs) So we're going to use this over here for weed or this over here for your videos and the mixing and mastering. Let's wait them options now. Wait them options. How important is weed? (laughs) And then you really telling me I got to shoot a video. I mean, I was just going to have my folks throw the album cover and play all them songs. Oh, you do not want to be on this show with that type of video. Man, you made this thing seem complicated. This industry is very complicated, man. Very. This is what you really want to do. It takes this stuff. Yeah, this, this, this sounds like it could lead to a mental health issue. <laughs> Just sounds like a lot. Sounds like a lot. This is why most artists run to labels because they don't want to do all of this. This is the God honest truth. They run to like they don't. It ain't. It ain't. They don't. It ain't a walk. It ain't a crawl before you walk. They are yeah. running. They're looking for the handout. Like, please come get me because I don't want to do all of this. It sounds like a lot. Well, artists out there, I hope you guys have found this informative. Watch it a bunch of times. Save this one. Definitely save this episode in your favorites if you're thinking about pursuing a career. Yes. Definitely save 
all first of all, I say them all in your favorites, but if anything else, those those um playbook episodes yes. need to be saved because this is the second one, but the information is this is timeless information. We got a um YouTube playlist. So this will be this will be the next one in there. And and Heather takes a little tidbits from the other ones that we were doing when we were doing uh, teachable moments. Like when you were doing those, those are out there too. She makes shorts out of those. All right, ladies and boys, girls, please visit their website, countryratreport.com for all your country rat report needs. Um, I got a question for you. I'm gonna ask live during this table. Okay. I found a place where I can create playlists. Another spot. What do you mean? Like I found another application mm-hmm. that we can put playlists for music. Should we? Since should we take our own advice and be everywhere? Absolutely. There is a place called Eight Tracks. I thought they stopped. I thought they, they came down. They back. They sent me an email, and and now they sent me an email. They restored my last playlist. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely get on there. That's that's more money for the artist. Yes, eight tracks is back. And um, yes, artists, go. Yeah, I think because the thing with playlists is they only do, you have to upload the MP3s. Mm-hmm. I well, mean, I, when you create it, send me the link and then I'll put it on the website because now we got another resource for them for them to get money. Okay. But yeah, eight tracks is back. That's what's up. All right. CountryRapReport.com, everything you need to know about the Country Rap Report. Uh, we will be back with some reviews, but you know, again, we're gonna come to you guys time to time because actually this platform was created to educate the genre. Yes. Not not only educating you about the artists, but educating the artists who actually support this vehicle. Because we have a lot of artists who really rock with what we're doing. That's true. So all right, man. That's it for me, boy Vic XL. Should do spank. And uh, we are the country rap report. It's your boy, AKV. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> AKV. Ass kicking dick. All right, man. Peace, y'all. All right, y'all. Oh, wrong fingers. Mm-hmm.